We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Seventh pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Panay Sewell, tackle, Oregon. He's going to run it straight in. Jared Goldberg. Yes. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. TJ Hawkinson. Yes. They did it. They tied it. They're an extra point away from winning this game. Oh, baby, how big is that? What is going on everybody? Welcome to another live episode of the Pride Podcast. I am your host Malcolm and I'm joined by my good guy Pierre, man. How you doing Pierre? I'm doing great, man. Last game of the season feels kind of weird. I don't know how to feel about that. Um, But I'm excited to cover this game. Yeah, man. Last pre-game, last post-game that we're going to have later. Last game of the season. And... No Tyler. Tyler's not here. Tyler's actually at the game. Um, he got some. He got the hookup today. He got some club seats, so he couldn't turn it down. So he is not joining us today. He is actually at Ford Field, turning up right now as we speak. But we actually have the Lions and Packers pregame show. I know we have the injury report. Uh, Pierre, um, what is the Packers looking like as far as the inactives today? Yeah, no Jair Alexander, uh, safety Sean Davis is out, running back Aaron Jones is out, linebacker Devondre Campbell is out, offensive lineman Jay Kantz is out, defensive lineman Jack Heflin's out, and defensive lineman Kinsley Kiki is out. I don't know if I said his last name right, but yep. Yeah. So pretty much most majority of the starters are active today. Uh, Yeah, but I'm not expecting him to play the full game. Yeah, I don't think anybody is. Do you see this kind of similar to like how the Cowboys had, or do you see them getting out this game much earlier? Uh, I think it's gonna be similar to the Cowboys. Maybe they play a half, a little more than a half. If they're a little like, if they're firing in all cylinders, maybe they won't play a lot. But if they're struggling a little, I think they'll keep them out there. Yep, that is that is a very scary situation. But um, this is going right into the Lions inactive report. We have started with wide receiver Trinity Benson. He is act inactive today. Quarterback David Blau. I know a lot of people are disappointed about this, but he's inactive. Um, fullback Jason Cabinda. He's inactive. Defensive end Jason Cornell. He is inactive. I don't think that brother played one game this season. Um, running back Jamar Jefferson. He is inactive. Tackle. Panay Sewell, shocker. I mean, he was on the COVID list. He got activated from the COVID list, and now he's inactive for this game. And tackle Dan Skipper is inactive. 
Pierre, did anybody on this list like come out and like is like a shocker to you as far as being inactive? The Panay Sua one, but then if you remember with Tracy Walker, they did something similar. I, mean, I believe he still tested positive. That's why he's still on the COVID list. You remember Tracy Walker a couple weeks ago? He was on the yeah. COVID list and didn't play. So that's a shocker, I guess. But Matt Nelson is in. He started some games this year, so I think he'll be okay. Okay. Um, that is interesting because we're going to have Matt Nelson um, going against your boy, Rashawn Gary. That's going to be kind of scary. Let's see how that plays out. Um, Pierre, I know you said you had some ways you calculated some ways that the Lions can actually pull out a win today against yeah. the Green Bay Packers, who playing their starters against Aaron Rodgers, against AJ yeah. Dillon, against um, you know, all those weapons that they have out there. You think that they could pull it off? I want to hear well, this. What, the what way do you, you do what do you this, have the Lions doing? The way you do this is you ground and pound, right? You run the ball, control the clock, keep Aaron Rodgers off the field. They are ranked right now 13th against the run. It's a lot better than they were in previous years. But I still think you could run the ball on them. Um, they're giving 109.8 yards a game in the rushing game. But I don't think they've played an offensive line like Detroit's. I know Sewell's out, but Lions still didn't have problems running the ball when Matt Nelson was starting at right tackle. So... I think you run the ball. That that's how you win this game. Also, no, you got to take care of the football. Um, Green Bay ranks seventh in takeaways, twenty six, and they only give them the ball away ten times. So they take care of the football and they create turnovers. Detroit needs to do the same thing. Yeah, Green Bay, Green Bay Packers. They one thing they do not do is turn the ball over, and they do a phenomenal job at not turning the ball over. Aaron Rodgers is probably. Probably the best game at not turning the ball over. So that is – this is going to be hard. I mean, I'm looking at this game, and I'm usually the one that's usually optimistic about, like, all right, the Lions, they're playing a tough opponent. You know, they, they might not have a chance to win based on the talent. But I think the Lions can ease it out. But this is just a different type of matchup right here, man. Like, I don't know – I don't even know a game plan for the Detroit Lions. I talked about this in the last episode. I don't, I don't know a game plan what the Lions could do to stop Devontae Adams. The game I mean, plan is to run the ball and keep him on the sidelines. I know, but when when he's out there, when he is out there, what do you what can you possibly because you, you're looking at Ifanu, you know, Ify, Ifanu Malafanu covering this guy. Yeah, you'll probably have to bracket him, right? I don't think you'll keep him one on one. Maybe play some zone because um, you have Will Harris on the other side and two inexperienced guys playing cornerback against Aaron Rodgers. So I think maybe you'll see a little more zone today than man. I mean that's they. I mean they have to because it, you can't put this guy in coverage on one on one. You just can't. You just can't do it. And going to the Packers in their running game too, man. AJ Dillon, man. I know no Aaron Jones. Um, he's inactive, but AJ Dillon, man. This is a guy that we both really hyped in the you know pre drafting process. We both liked him. We wanted him to come to Detroit, but you know the Packers got him, and he's running right now at all cylinders, man. He is. Really running the ball, and he could give us a lot of problems as well, man. This is a just really tough. This is a matchup that I just don't like. Both sides of the ball. I don't like the matchup both sides of the ball. Right. Um. Regarding the Packers' offense, though, they're getting David Bakatari back. I believe Billy Turner is on the um the COVID list, or he's injured. I forgot, but he's not playing today. The right tackle. So I think they'll shift the guy they had playing at left tackle for Bakatari to right tackle. They're also getting their center, uh, Josh Myers, back. I believe he's a 
rookie. They have another say, or rookie in Lucas Patrick. I think um, with the O-line shuffling and maybe Bakhtari being a little rusty, I think Detroit could maybe get some pressure today. Mm. Okay. Who who do you see that guy getting that pressure, though? Because I know Charles Harris is most likely going to be going against Adam um, – Going against your left tackle, the guy who's back, uh, back, back to that, you know his name. <laughs> David Bagatari? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, there we go. I had a little tongue twister there. Um, so who, who's going to be the other guy? You're looking at um, Austin Bryant? Do you think he's he could be that guy? List. He's on the COVID oh. list. He's not. He's oh, out. so who, who the hell is going to be there? I don't know, Malcolm. You, um, <laughs> Michael Brackers <laughs> is back. That's good. That's good for the run defense, right? He's back. He's a big body. Uh, maybe Levi Onsaruki can can flash a little some today. Um, maybe you bring some blitzes, some pressures. You don't want to keep Aaron Rodgers scanning the field. You got to pressure him. If you keep him just sitting in the pocket, he'll tear you apart. Even if you're, whether you're playing man or zone, he'll just tear you apart. You want to get pressure. This is one of those matchups, man. It's just really, really, really tough, man. Um, do you have anything else for this game, or do you want to just jump into the predictions? Well, I have actually something for this game that caught my eye with the Packers uh, pass rush. So I'm going to go real fast. Rashawn Gary has 76 pressures. Preston Smith has 58 pressures. They've combined for 18 and a half sacks. And then Dean Lowry has 39 pressures, and uh, Kenny Clark has 62 pressures. So Detroit has their hands full with the, with the Packers D-line. That's why I said you run the ball. Uh, running the ball also mitigates a good pass rush. They get tired. If you run it down their throat to run it successfully, you could do basically whatever you want on offense. Also, their corners, man. They got good corners, Malcolm. Yep, I mean, we Stokes, talked about that. We talked about that last episode, man. The rookie, Russell Douglas. I mean, this guy, they signed him up their Cardinals practice squad, and it looks like he might be there for a while. He's been playing really good. He's a their safeties are solid. Darnell Savage, Adrian Amos, we know about those guys. It's, yeah. it's a tough task, but you run the ball, bro. Everything opens up. Yeah, I mean that that would be our best option. Like, as far as you saying run the ball, like how do you see this running game going? Like, do you see like as far as like a a percentage? Do you see them running the ball like what six six sixty forty or seventy four thirty or like what's the percentage you see them? Because you're saying run the ball, but are you saying like run this ball like we played the Steelers? Is that, is that what you're looking like at, or Cardinals are you talking about game. like you run like the, the ball? Cardinals. Everything opens up. Yeah, the, the Cardinals. I mean that Cardinals game. There were more. I think they were like probably 50-50 as far as running and passing. Yeah, but the running game opened everything up. It sure did. It sure and did. I mean, once you, once, you, once you create the running lanes, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. You're getting big V-back too. That helps. It does. But losing Sewell, I mean, that's... That's 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 huge. That's, that's, that's big because if we would have had playing Sewell out there, I would have felt more comfortable about containing Rashawn Gary. But now... You're looking at Matt Nelson against Rashard Gary. And you said he had how many pressures? 76? 76. Oh, my God. Don't pass. <laughs> Don't pass. That's that's not a good look. That's I think Rashard Gary would, is going to will destroy him all day if, if they do pass the ball. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's your boy, man, from, from Michigan, man. That's your boy. I guess I wasn't really <laughs> high on him. Um, I know he wasn't. High. You and you and Tyler was not hot. You guys was like, Ugh. <laughs> it took a while. He took a while to get where he is, but good for him, right? Like it took a couple yeah. seasons for him to get that. But he had he, he had really all this. He, he had all the signs, man. He had all the signs to be this type of player. Yeah, he looks really good for them. Um, so their linebackers are a little weak. Uh, 
Barnes and Burks, I think Detroit could do, could it like expose them a little because Devondre Campbell's out their starter, so they got Barnes oh, and out? Burks in there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, again, though, it's hard because Swift is probably going to be limited. You don't have Hawkinson. Their corners are playing really well. Even Chandon Sullivan, we've talked about this guy before. Yeah, we laughed at him. We looked at him as a joke. He's, but he's allowing a pass rating of eighty-five, so he's played better. Yeah. Um. I don't know, but I'm in Ross St. Brown Sullivan. I'm taking I'm in Ross St. Brown all day over Chandon Sullivan. So that's a matchup right there that you could expose a little. They're linebackers against Swift. I don't know how much he plays, but that's another matchup you could uh, take advantage of. And then yeah, Eric Stokes is a rookie, right? So no. No, don't don't do that. He's a rookie. Are, are you are you playing on the attacking area still? Because we tried that last last time you played Packers in our lead. That's that's what happened in the second half. He's a rookie, but you could probably do some things to him. Um, he's playing not. well, but he's still a rookie. I mean, we tried that. I'm, I'm gonna say last time we played the Green Bay Packers. What was it? Seventeen, seventeen and a half. And then we went. We didn't score in the second half. And what they did is they took out. Um, Kevin King, <laughs> they took out King and they put in Stokes, and we kept trying to attack Stokes, and it went absolutely nowhere. It went nowhere, nowhere fast. He's playing at a high level right now. Him and Douglas, this is crazy. I, I'm, I'm pissed. I'm still pissed that they were able to get Rasul Douglas off the Cardinals practice squad, and they were able to find him quicker than we were able to find him because he would have been a really nice fit in, in Detroit. But he's in Green Bay. They grabbed him off the Packers at the. Uh, Arizona Cardinals pra- uh, practice squad, and he is a pro bowler right now. He's playing on a pro bowl level. He's a pro bowler. He's getting interceptions. He's getting pick sixes. This is a tough secondary. This is a tough team right now, man. I just don't like the matchup, man. This matchup just doesn't seem good. I don't like the matchup either. Um, you just have to see what happens. And I'm also expecting a lot of, like, Dan Campbell, a lot of aggressive Dan Campbell today because this is a good team. I don't know how long the Packers will keep their starters out there for, but I'm expecting Dan Campbell to pull out all the tricks. Last game of the year, it's a home game. I'm expecting some trickery today. Maybe some flickers, some wide receivers throwing passes, some fake punts, onside kicks maybe. I'm expecting a lot of stuff from Campbell today. I was just going to ask that. I was going to say, is this going to be a week you know, the last game of the of the season type game like we've seen in the past with the old regime as far as they just let it all out. Um, do you see the – you, so you're saying you see the same thing. They're just going to – they let it all out. They're going to do trick plays. Like we might see – you won't be surprised if you saw a touchdown from Jared Goff. Is it something like that? Is it what you're not going to be surprised at? Are you talking about like the Philly special kind of? Maybe, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We saw a touchdown <laughs> from Taylor Decker last week. Yeah, we saw Taylor and- Decker get a so, yeah, you, so you, you see a game like this, so they're just going to let it all, all out. I mean, they've done that regardless. Like, whenever they play a tough opponent, they, they bring out everything. They don't wait till the last game. Uh, but especially this being the last game, I'm expecting, like, if it's if it's a close battle, I'm expecting Campbell to pull out some If it's, like, a blowout, I, I don't know what you could do. But, um, yeah, I'm expecting him to pull out some tricks today. Let, let, let's go, man. That, those games are fun. I like those games. Try everything. Onside kick it. <laughs> Do everything. Those, those those are fun. Every time they try doing that, it's been fun. So I'm down. I'm down with it. Yeah. 
All right, all right, uh, Pierre, do you ready? Are you ready to go to the predictions? Uh, yeah, let's do that. All right, it'll start off, man. Who do you have winning this game, and what is your bold prediction? So, I believe the spread right now is minus three and a half Green Bay. I actually have the Packers covering. Let's go 27 21 Packers. And then the bold prediction is what's my bold prediction gonna be? The Lions hold AJ Dillon to. Um, under under seventy five yards rushing. Under seventy five yards rushing. Five hundred? Oh, it's just seventy five. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah that, that that's pretty bold if they could do that. They have trouble with those type of backs, man. These big physical backs, they have trouble with these. So, I talked about this in the last episode that we never seen two back to back horrible defensive games from Detroit Lions. Usually, they you know they'll have a bad game and they don't make adjustments and they come out looking a lot better. So I wonder if we see that this this week. But um, as far as my scoring prediction, what, what's the spread at? You said three and a half. Is it three 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 point spread or three and a half? Uh, I remember seeing three and a half. Let me look at it real fast again right now. If it's three and a half, three 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 or three and a half, it minus is minus three and a half right now. Okay, it is what Looking it is. Looking at ESPN, I, so I have the Packers covering that spread. Um, that three and a half spread. I bet a lot. I want to bet on this game. The reason why I say that is because you don't know how long the Packers and their, their starters are going to be out there. Now, is Aaron Rodgers going to be out there for a drive? Is he going to be out there for a first half? Is he going to be out there for a quarter? Or is he just going to be out there until the game gets out of hand? That, that's a big question. So, if, you know, Jordan Love is out there early, I like our chances a lot better. But um, if Aaron Rodgers and that starting lineup is in their majority of the game, yeah, I have them covering the spread. And let's just go with the score. Let's go to score 27-21 Packers. And as far as my bold prediction, I'm going to say that, um, hmm, okay, bold prediction. Let's go with, uh, I'm going to say that Detroit Lions, this game, will have 200-yard receivers. We're going to have um, St. Brown get 100 yards, and Craig Reynolds is also going to get 100 yards this game. Is that bold? I don't. I don't know. How do you feel about that, Pierre? Yeah, it's pretty bold. The Packers have done a good job with the running game. Oh, that's a passing game. I oh, said hundred yard. I mean, both yard. ways they've done well in both. Both. Yeah. Um, so, so Sam Brown's gonna get a hundred yards receiving, and Craig and um Rashad. I can't even think about it. Reynolds. Reynolds is gonna get a hundred receiving yards as well. So Sam Brown and Reynolds will both have a hundred yards receiving. Yes. That's pretty bold. Um. Do you want yeah. to say Tyler's? Do you have Tyler's? No, I do have Tyler's. Yeah, I do have Tyler's. Um, Tyler, and this is something that's very unusual because Tyler never picks the Lions. But maybe it's because he's at the game today. Maybe that's what it is. But he's picking the Lions to actually cover the spread and win this game. <gasps> he has the Lions winning 30-21. to 21, And his bold prediction is Jared Goff would get a receiving touchdown, which... I was saying I wouldn't, wouldn't be shocked, but yeah, Jared Goff gets a receiving touchdown. So he's predicting a Philly special for a Jared Goff touchdown. Interesting. <laughs> do you think Jared do you think Jared Goff catches it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> why I don't know why I have a feeling like if they did do that, I could see him doing a Tom Brady, bro, and just fumbling the ball and just drop it. He just why, see, he, why? He gives me no vibes. 
don't jinx it. If it happens, I don't want to. I don't want to jinx it, but it, it, wouldn't that be like such a golf move? No, I don't know. <laughs> he just doesn't seem like a guy that will just catch it. I don't know. I want to think about that right now. Ho- hopefully, he catches it. I don't want to give him no bad juju. All right, uh, Pierre, do you have anything else before we start letting up some listeners? No, man, that's about it. All right, I'm gonna bring some. Bring up a listener. He's been waiting for a while. Is this is Mr. MJK? Let's bring him up. Uh, is he here? Uh, it says it's connecting. Hmm. Right, maybe we could. Um... Is there anybody else that want to come up? Have something to say about this game? Last pregame of the season. Oh, wait, wait. Let's see what we have here. We have Mr. Zach. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Zach, you are muted. You can unmute yourself and say what is happening. What's happening, guys? How we doing? Uh, how you that doing, bad? man? Doing good, man. How I'm you doing? Good. I'm good. Ready for one more game here this season. So looking forward to it. Yep. So, so how do you, how do you feel about this game? Do you see the Lions having a chance to win this game? I think it it's going to depend on how early uh, Green Bay does pull their starters out. I think that's going to be one of the things we'll have to look at going into this game. Uh, but I expect I, I want to see Detroit make it a game. I want to see, you know, you know they're going to empty out everything. They're going to have some trick plays. They're going to do this and that. But it's just can they make it a game? And you know, can they really maintain some momentum going into the off season? That's the big thing I'm looking for today. Yeah, man. Me too, man. I'm really big on that. I know a lot of people are like, oh, it doesn't carry over because it's a whole off season. I, I'm a, I'm really big on momentum. And um, just carrying it over, 
this will be this will be pretty huge if they are able to beat the Packers, especially the Packers are the stars out there for majority of the time and they actually do win. That'll be impressive. Let me let me ask you guys a question because there's a lot of guys that right now are on what we call the quote unquote prove it deals. Who do you feel has to have a big game today in order to be considered by you know management with Brad Holmes, the front office, Dan Campbell, and that coaching staff? Who do you feel has to have a big game today to be considered, you know, possibly re-signed? I'm thinking Josh Reynolds is one of those guys. Um, I would think Khalif Raymond would be, but I'm just wondering what do you guys think? Who do you have here? I wouldn't necessarily say as today, as far as like prove deals, Charles Harris is one. I think he's going to earn a deal regardless whether it's with the Lions or another team. I think he's going to make more money than the minimum. Um, Khalif Raymond, he's kind of like bounced around the league. He's kind of like your returner, your gadget player. Josh Reynolds, I wouldn't be shocked if he's back. He's played well with golf. He has a connection with golf. He's done well with the Lions. One player that to watch for though is Tracy Walker. He's been here for all four years. He's a free agent after this year. He said he wants to come back. Aaron Glenn said he wants him back. That's a guy I think they should prioritize. Walker and Charles Harris should be priorities. Evan Brown as well, but he's restricted. So could also throw Jalen Reeves Babin into the mix because I think he he's on a one year deal. He is. Yep. So they have a lot of decisions to make in the Aussie. They have about like forty million, but if they release flowers, they'll have like about around fifty. So I believe it's like thirty eight right now, thirty nine, something like that. Oh my but, lord! I, I completely forgot that guy was on our on our damn team. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Zach, do you have anything else, man? No, I think I'm just looking forward to this. I do want to see the Lions make it a game, and I'll say this: um, even if they win today, it's really not going to affect much for draft positioning, like. You know, even if they get the number two pick in the draft, it's not going to upset me. It really won't. Yeah, that, that that's that's the positive thing is that you know they did clinch a top two pick. And there's a chance that they could even get number one overall. I don't know how they're gonna. I don't know if the um, Jacksonville Jaguars are gonna be good enough to help us out with that, but they do have a chance to get the number one overall pick. And we, yeah, we are locked for a top two pick, so that that is definitely a positive. But everything's good on my end. You guys have a good one today. Hey, Zach, thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. Um, All right. Do we have anybody else? I know we had some people waiting. They wanted to come up, and they actually disconnected. So anybody else? We're going to probably have time for probably one or two more. Let's see what we have here. We have Mr. MJK is back. He wants to say his piece. What is happening, man? You What's are up, guys? What's happening, man? What's Long going time on? Time no speak. Hope you guys are doing well. Happy New Year. Hey, Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year's, yeah. Man. So listen, man. I mean, you know, obviously this is, you know, a nice game. And and the last guy was talking a little bit about things we want to see. And, and wait, 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 wait. Before you talk, your voice sounds very familiar. Is this yeah, Mike? Is. What's up, guys? <laughs> What's going on, what's up, man? Guys? What's up, man? I follow you guys <laughs> over here, man. I've been. Uh, I've been excited to hear from you guys. I love what you guys are doing, man. So I have to kind of come back over. Hey, so, man. Thanks for following us, man. I know you're usually on Green Room, right? You're usually on Green yeah, Room. Yeah. And his voice, I was like, yo, this is yeah, Mike. What's, <laughs> love, love what's, so, so what's going on, man? You know, I think like, you know, you know, there's a few things, you know, like I think what has been really positive about this team, this, you know, this team is 10 and six against the spread, you know, so the record. Yeah. 
is the probably I, I really think they have a legitimate chance to win this game. I, I don't see Green Bay, uh, you know, really. I don't see them playing past the first quarter. To be honest with you, they might. I, I think they might pack it in early. But what I'll tell you is what's exciting to see is that listen, I think it's going to come up aces because honestly, when we think about, we might as well have the first pick because I, I really think that Jacksonville is going to go with Evan Neal. At left tackle so I think we'll have our pick of what we were going to do anyways so winning this game won't have any ill effect and the Jaguars losing won't have any ill effect but I want to see guys like Anzariki you know I think Ali McNeil has played excellent the last three weeks Anzariki I, I I don't know if his eventual move is to defensive end he doesn't seem like he's strong enough to play in the trenches you know he gets engulfed a lot but we'll see I want to see some of these players come out have a good game you know, it's weird when you think about, you know, what we're going to do going forward. You know, can, can, you know, I'm on, uh, I'm on Raw is, is playing excellent, kind of figuring out what we need to do offensively. It sucks to see that Lynn's gone after one year, but I guess we'll kind of figure that out. My question to you guys is more along the lines of we see these guys that are coming out as free agents. You know, there's a lot of one, you know, Jalen Reeves may have probably been their best defensive player all year. So hopefully they can get him back in the fold. And, you, and you know, you talked about Charles Harris as well as someone else they can look at. But what are you guys looking at as far as some high notes to go out on and then kind of off-season thinking, what do you think are some possible candidates for OC? Hopefully it's not internal because I don't see anybody. I looked over the coaching staff. I don't see anybody with a, a big enough resume to kind of step in. I know they like one of the – I think it was the tight ends coach I was reading on some of the, the blogs. But, you know, like it's – some of the thoughts that you want to see and then kind of what are some off season, um, what do you think are some off season surprises that we might see that, uh, that maybe don't come up? Beer, beer, you got this? You want- um, regarding offense coordinator. Yep. Yeah. What are some names you think? I would say the leader right now is probably Ben Johnson. He's helped design the passing game. A lot of the passing game, a lot of that design is him the past few weeks. Deuce Daly could be another guy. If you want to go outside the box, uh, Dan Campbell worked with Joe Brady in New Orleans, and he's also available right now. So we'll see. I don't know. But I think right now if I had to put my money on it, it's Ben Johnson. I really hope it's Ben Johnson. I, I do not want them to bring an outside guy in right now. I think everything they're doing right, right now internally is yeah. working. Uh, you know, keep Ben Johnson. You know, just, just promote Ben Johnson. Keep his offense the same. Keep it rolling. And this is, you know, next year start off. Let's you get, think, start off hot. Do you think Campbell will keep it, keep the play calling duties? I'd be surprised if he does. I mean, he's done a good job the past yeah. few weeks. Yeah, yeah. So far, so so far, so good, man. So yeah, I really hope, like I said, keep it, keep it as it is right now. Because you don't what you don't want to do is change things up and then have us have a slow offensive start for the season. Right One now we got it rolling. Go Not ahead. Here. No, I was gonna say just, just keep it rolling right now, man. Everything is working right now. Yeah, one thing that's important is Lynn coordinated the running game, and he's not going to be here next year. So that's something to watch for. Uh, maybe they give Deuce Daly a bigger role, or they give Hank Fraley a bigger role with the running game. We'll see. What's, what's your guys' – yeah, I guess I'll simplify what I was talking about. But what, what is your – I guess what is the biggest strength going in the next season, and what is the biggest weakness going in the offseason, like positionally? The biggest strength is your offensive line. The biggest weakness is probably your wide receivers and safeties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think safeties even takes over uh, with the emergence of uh, St. Brown. I think, sa- I mean, safeties, I mean, 
there's still some wild cards there. I mean, you know, I know we haven't heard much from Okuda and his recovery. I mean, that's something. Have you guys heard anything about kind of what he's doing and how he's feeling? He's he's on track right now. Like, he's still recovering. We'll see if he'll be available in training camp. I know Cam Akers ruptured his Achilles six months ago, and he's playing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, he's playing today. Tonight or tomorrow? I forgot when the game is. Yeah, today. Yeah, he's so he's playing today. So that's something positive with all the technology now they have and stuff. But that's also an injury you don't want to rush. Um, yeah. You don't want to rush that. Everyone's all. Everyone's body is different too. So we'll see what happens. Because I don't think they're going to bring back Walker. Because when you think about their cap, they're, they're really not going to have. They're going to control the road. And depending on kind of where Walker is and then kind of moving Okuda, I think Okuda is definitely probably being moved to safety. I, I don't see him coming back playing corner, especially. Well, with the- you can't like you can't just replace a guy who's never played safety before. And Walker's one of your best players on defense. So and he's also the quarterback of the defense right now. So I think if they don't get Walker back, they have to go after a free agency because safety is one of the most important positions on this defense. Actually, a lot more important than linebacker. The Lions don't really value linebackers that much in this scheme. Yeah, that's when you watch good. it. It's a lot to do with the DBs. Um, so safety is really important. They're gonna if they don't they don't resign Walker. I'd expect them to go after a top guy like maybe Marcus Williams, Quandre Diggs, Jesse Bates, Tyron Matthew, one of those guys. Yeah, Bates will probably get franchised, but yeah, I, I definitely like. I think there's definitely some a, a safety. I agree with you with that. I mean, who's your who's your biggest disappointment? As a, I mean, we all know that St. Brown was the best rookie, but who's your biggest appointment as a rookie? Is it Barnes or is it more Anzariki? I think it's Anzariki, but you also have to remember he was dealing with a back injury. He didn't really have a training camp. Um, he also was was he on the COVID list? I forgot, but he's been like inconsistent. They've slowly. Worked him in, but I'm still like optimistic with him. I loved him in the pre-draft pass before the Lions even yeah. took him. Um, he's athletic enough. He just needs to get some strength in the offseason, work on some moves, and I think he'll be fine going forward. I think he's going to be get moved here outside. I think he's going to be that kind of bookend, and I think that they're going to bring in probably like a Hutchinson or Kayvon Thibodeau to kind of be that Russian on the other side. So I think that they might probably look at another D tackle. No, he's not going to be an edge. He's too small. Don't think to be so? an edge. No. Yeah, I thought maybe they might be like the strong edge that kind of holds the, the, the weak Not side. in this scheme, because this scheme you have the Okwara brothers, you probably have Hutchinson coming in, or Thibodeau, whoever it is, and then he's they draft him to be their interior like pass rush guy. They're three tech, right? So I think they're going to keep him as that. Have you been impressed with Julian, at least? Yeah, he's shown flash. He just needs to stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, man, I love what you guys are doing, man. I'll let somebody else get up here and talk, but I appreciate what you guys are doing. Hopefully we can celebrate the season with a win, get some good young players and, and see what happens. And this is you guys going to be doing this stuff regularly in the off season. What's your guys' schedule going to be look like? We don't know yet. We have to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, um, we, we're we still going to try to do at least at least one. Let's just, let's just do one Twitter space, maybe a week, maybe. And then normally, you know, we still have our episodes that's going to be on Spotify and Apple and stuff like that. But um, as far as like our live shows, uh, you're looking at probably like maybe once a week, maybe we'll, we're going to see how we work it out. All right, man. I'll, I'll listen to the podcast and get updates, man. I appreciate you guys. Hey, yep. Mike. Thanks a lot, man. Mike. See you guys. All right, guys. We got room for maybe one more. That's it. Just one. Maybe one. If not, we will end the show. Give it a can a little countdown at 10, 9, 8. Okay, I think that's it. All right. Oh, wait. 
I'm not. I gotta let my boy Anonymous come on, man. I just, I, I have to do it. Anonymous, what's happening, man? Okay, I guess that didn't work. Anonymous, no, he's not there. Okay, Jess is still connecting. Um, I don't know what's going on. I don't know either. Um, let's see. All right, let's hey, let's end me? this and then. Maybe. Nope. Oh. nope, I can hear you. I can hear you. What's you happening? Go, What's up, hey, Anonymous? What's up, guys? How's it going? Just want to say, hurry up, get this season over with so we can move to the draft. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not excited for this game at all. I'm going to watch just because. You, you're not? Not at all. Why? What's the last game of the season, man? You got to get hyped. You have to do something. Yeah, I don't know. It just feel like there's too many unknowns. Like you, and you guys went over them all. You know, how long... How long is Aaron Rodgers going to play if he plays at all? You know, this game doesn't mean anything to him. We got so many injuries and all that. I don't even know who's starting, who's playing right now. So I'm just ready to get this season over with and we can start draft talk. (laughs) Yeah. Draft talk will be as soon as what, next week? Up Maybe here? Is a little it... free agency, and then we'll get into the draft, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Free, agency. free agency, and then draft? Okay, you know, let's, let's, we'll, we'll do that, you know, man. Coaches, so, yeah. You're, you know, you're... who's going to replace Lynn, all that. You know, that stuff right now is more interesting to me than watching this last game. <laughs> you, what, what, what happened if we pull out a W? Would you be Would you be happy? Yeah, but um, I would be happy if we, if we got a win and the Jags lost, so we got the number one pick. No, we won't get the number one pick then. So no, no. If we win, we clinch. We're just number two. Yeah, it is yeah, what it is. The only two. way we get number one is if we lose, and the Jacksonville Jaguars could pull out a miracle against the Indianapolis Colts, who actually, so, I think they need to win this game. I guess I think they need to win this game. A win is always good. Obviously, you know, I feel good if they win. But um, you know, at what what's the stake of it if they win? Is Aaron Rodgers playing the whole game? You know. Are, did they win against Jordan Love? So then it's kind of like an asterisk. You know what? What are the conditions of the win, and how much does it really matter? You see what I mean? Yeah. For some reason, for out. some reason, I could see them. I could see them playing. I, I just have a feeling it's going to be similar to that game last night against the, the, the with the Cowboys and the Eagles. I could see the, the same length that Dak Prescott play, played. I could see Aaron Rodgers out there that long, unless the game is just out of hand really early. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you know what would make what would make more sense to me is in what happens in the playoffs. So say you know everyone's think everyone's hoping that the Lions win and we carry momentum into the next season. Yes. However, looking for the Packers side, the Packers are playing in the playoffs. They did they already did they already guarantee a first? They clinched number one seed. They, they clinched number so they one got a seed. First round bye. So if we're talking about moment, a win carrying to next season, what about a loss for the Packers carrying to? Their first game after a bye week, and they're gonna that be, could suck. and they're gonna be playing a team who just came off of a playoff win, so they're riding a more momentum. Yep. So that yep. would make me a little more excited, more excited if the Lions win and spoil their playoff momentum. You know, because I don't want to see Aaron Rodgers in the Super Bowl or the Packers. Like, me I don't want to see man. the Packers no. go through. You know, no, me neither. Let them lose in the Absolutely first not. round, and, and Aaron Rodgers. Throws his temper tantrum and leave. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, that's best case scenario. Yeah. Let's go, man. Man, I I'll like say this about the Packers. I think right now they're the best team the entire NFL. 
as far as defense, offense, coaching, everything, I think they're the best team right now in the league. It's, it's possible. I don't yeah. like talking about that stuff. I don't either, but, man, you got to give credit to what LaFleur has done in his two, three years. as his third year this year, I believe. What he's done there in like three years. It's they, impressive. Yes. They might be. I mean, but... You have the best receiver. You have the best quarterback. I mean, not that hard. Yeah, but we know anything can happen <laughs> on any Sunday. And anything can happen in the playoffs. So, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you this right now. I already know who's at Kryptonite if they play him. I said this in the last episode. Their worst nightmare right now. And yeah, they're playing at a very high level. But their worst nightmare right now is if San Francisco 49ers get into that playoffs, win on the road against whoever the hell they're playing against. And it has to see Green Bay Packers next. Hell yeah. That's a Green Bay Packers worst scenario. They do not want to see the San Francisco 49ers coming off a win on the road playing against playing against them in Lambo. I'm telling you, they do not want to see that. You know what? Actually, I'm I'm talking myself more into this game because I would love that that scenario would be perfect for me. Because I'm a, <laughs> there you go, you have something to root for. Yeah, that would be perfect because I like the 49ers as well, you know. So I would love if they were spoiling. So yeah, I'm I'm yeah, in. I'm cheering for a win hard today. You guys just convinced. Niners me. Need I think a win in order to be. Yeah, in, they, they need a win. They need a win, or else they're the out. Saints. How can this? How I'm still shocked that they even have a chance again to the playoffs. Man, I got to be honest. My brother's a Saints fan, and I want them to go in. You want the Saints to go in to do what? Lose the first round? It's Sean Payton, man. Like I don't know. I just my they are no threat. So, like, they are I'm a threat just... to nobody. Who they're a threat to? They're a threat to nobody. Bro, their defense is really good. Okay, but if they play against the Packers, what's the score? What do you think the score going to be? If they play against I, I the, the Cowboys. I, I don't know, Malcolm. I don't they can't. Know. They they're not going to be able to beat those top teams, man. Yeah, I'd rather see the Niners get in, and I I agree, with Malcolm. The Niners versus the Packers will be their matchup. I I just want the I just want the Niners to get in because I think they could honestly be a threat to some teams. I just want to see my brother happy and not depressed. Go. You know what I mean? My wife is calling who, me. Who cares? We're depressed. We're depressed every year, Pierre. We're de- he, he good. Yeah, he get to see a, see his Saints not go to the playoffs for one year. What would he do? We go through this every single year, Pierre. Who cares? I know, bro. I'm saying, damn, man. <laughs> you need to tell your brother to get over it. You gotta say, hey, look at me, goddammit. I go through this every year. Who cares? Saints fan depressed. Like they didn't go to the playoffs for one year. What would he do? <laughs> I don't want to hear that crap. I'll be honest. The fact that they're yeah. even in the running should be good for them, considering everyone they lost. Yeah, he should be happy. Lost so much he time. actually is happy with the year they've had because, like, they've had so many issues and still have won some games. Yeah, yeah I'm shocked that they're in this, this this position. How? That's why I want them in, bro. Like, but Taysom like, Hill as your quarterback, how do you? How are you to playoff hunt and have a chance to get into the playoffs with Taysom? He's a tight end. Yeah, they're defense tight end. in the running game. Um, that's that's it, bro. That's this is insane. This is that's insane to me. Shout out to Sean Payne, man. He's doing a great job, but no, I do not want to see them get in because I don't see them being a threat to absolutely. They're a threat to absolutely nobody if they get in the playoffs. They are a first round exit if they go to the playoffs. I don't know. I'll be, be like the Fal- I'll be like if the Falcons got in. This is like, come on, they're a threat to nobody. Oh, speaking of the Falcons, uh, there was a report that Matt Ryan is going to be back next year. He's their quarterback, so they're not going to stop him. Wait, wait. <laughs> he's he's coming back? He's he. The Falcons are keeping him. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's, he's going to drive everybody away. He's going to drive everybody away. Nobody – like, all the receivers are not happy. They're still going to draft a quarterback, though. They they should draft a quarterback. I think yeah. this is this is it. 
this this has to be it. But we'll see. All right. Um, I think with that, Malcolm, we're like yeah. overtime. We are. We are way overtime. Yes. Anonymous. Uh, we'll be back. Um, yep. for for the post game show. Yep. Okay. All right, bro. All right. All right, y'all. Um, thank you all for joining us on our last pre-game show of the season. This is actually this is heartbreaking for me because this is our last live pre-game show. So, um, yeah, man, this is it. So, with, with that being said, you know we'll be back after the show for our post game. Will be our last post game of the season to talk about this game, the Lions and Packers. And with that being said, I am out. Peace. All right, guys. Hope the Lions can maybe upset the Packers. Enjoy the game, and I'm out. Peace.